everybody. Welcome to the latest episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon. I'm your hostess, Mistress Mia, and you know my two badass bitches, Master John Lord Balajani Hotcakes. Yeah, I'm a bitch, y'all. I'm a big old bitch. <laughs> bitch, you're a bitch, you're And the blonde-haired, blue-eyed, sassy Misty Rain. Woo! Little Brandon today, are we? <laughs> Master John's a bitch. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so he's grabbing her titties. All right. Pushing the nipples. We got it. My God. Say something else. We're, no, we're, we're, thank we're, you. We're going to start filming this. This is ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> so we're reading from EliteDaily.com. 14 honest answers to weird kinky sex questions we're too afraid to ask. Hmm. Weird kinky sex questions. Yeah. We're too afraid to I ask. have a question. Yeah. If they're listening to this podcast... Everything that they do is way weirder than anything we're going to ask on this article. I'll bet you. I bet you. You are absolutely correct. They've you heard, think so? You they've think heard so many vanilla? weird things come out of my fucking mouth. <laughs> 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 it's okay, baby, because you put a lot of weird things in your mouth. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Now, can I just interject this real quick? Okay. I have gotten about 10 emails in the past two days of people on how much they loved the party Saturday. Oh, really? good. Yeah. They absolutely loved it. And there was a lot of new people that came, and they absolutely loved the party. Did That's they good. like the games? They loved everything. Good. They really did. They had a great time. That's awesome. <laughs> Yes, it is. I appreciate that immensely. Party, bitches. <laughs> okay, well, yes. we've all got shit we're into in the bedroom. Some of the things we find hot may be normal, but a lot of it may seem downright weird. Maybe <laughs> you like to get slapped around. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah you do. We know that. Maybe your boyfriend likes to have his balls tickled with a feather. Not so much. No, fingernails. No. Fingernails is cool. We've all got our preferences. Do we? We're all also a little hesitant to ask why it is we love the freaky or not so freaky stuff we do in the la boudoir. La boudoir. <laughs> I was reading the way they wrote it. Oh, okay. Boudoir. That's, that's yeah. how they wrote it. <laughs> You're saying it in French. Oh. Oh. I'm not saying it in French. All right, dear. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the article, they talked with Emily Beerley and Caitlin. Is that one French too? Go ahead. Caraciolo? That was what we're going Caraciolo. with. Caraciolo? I don't know. I don't My know. Gosh, that's great. To okay. the brightest experts out there to answer all your questions. Emily and Caitlin are marriage and family therapists who specialize in sex therapy. All right. Number one, Misty. Oh, guess what? Mm-hmm. You're a therapist who specializes in families. Marriage and family. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you know all about sex. I do know all about sex. So, read question number one and let's see if they're right. Why do we love the whole daddy-daughter fantasy? It's as subjective to the individual who is having it as any other fantasy. As we all have our own unique backgrounds, it is very common. 
Some different ways that this fantasy has been viewed are as another version of a submission fantasy. It also falls along a common theme of common fantasies. Okay. It is so taboo and wrong that it turns us on thinking about how dangerous it is. Another possibility is that our fathers can be the templates of what we view as a strong partner. Keep in mind that because we fantasize about something, this does not mean that we would want a fantasy to cross over into the threshold of reality by any means. Okay. Wow. So, while you were reading it, this is what I thought, and then they said it. it it's so taboo that it turns us on to think about it because it's something that we're not supposed to do. Right. You know, I've, I've watched daddy-daughter porn or mom and son or stepmom porn. And it, we all know that they're actors and they're not. that's not real. Right. And I wouldn't ever really want to do that, but the idea of it is kinky. Theory. So that's, you know, I do enjoy watching that type of porn because it's kinky, not because I actually ever got, hell no. Right. No, thank you. <laughs> no. But, you know, uh, um, you know, this is also, it doesn't have to be like daddy-daughter porn. I mean, it can be an ABDL type thing. Mm -hmm. But I think the point is valid where it does say you you vision your parent as a strong male figure if it, you're looking at your father in that sense. Right, a template. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. So, I mean, I don't think that's completely off. No, yeah. especially um, if it's kind of a submissive type you know, situation. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, it's sometimes I think it can be physical characteristics a lot of times, but other times I think that there's something that automatically draws you to a person's personality in general. Mm -hmm. If they remind you of someone, you know? Yeah. Like John yeah. and my dad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you said that and I did not say that. Yes. You talked <laughs> all around it though. No, like, no, because you have not had personal conversations like I have with Misty about that. But honestly, I was going to say <laughs> that my, You're my, them. my spouse <laughs> is like my mother. Now, that's totally off, but I'm just saying he's like my mother, you know? Right. So, it, I just say, you know, you're drawn to certain personalities. So... Anyhow, that's my take. All right. Number two. I'll go ahead and read it. Go ahead. You do that, please. Be the moderator Why do we today. like to be dominated? Why do we love bondage? Love it. <laughs> love it. Our society encourages independence and self-sufficiency. The majority of our days we spend needing to be in control and having it together. Being dominated... Being dominated allows us to safely give up control and submit to someone else's agenda. Yeah, I find that to be true. Just the being able to let go and say, I'm not responsible. That's that's what it is. Mm -hmm. I was waiting for you to say it. I was going to say it a different way. You just want me to tell you what to do so it's not your fault. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which is exactly what you just said. I'm not responsible. Uh, nope. Right. <laughs> it's well, not my fault. 
I'm a good girl. I'm a good girl. And her panties get wet. <laughs> and if I get turned on by it, it's not my fault. Hmm. <laughs> Mia, you do this all the time. You you turn boys into sissy little bitches all the time. All the time. Yes. Why do they like it so much? Um, you know, I think it all goes back to prepubescent, you know, uh, 10, 11, 12 in their early stages of life. And I think it goes to, you know, how were they treated as a child? How were they treated by their father? How were they treated by their mother? You know, I mean, we deal with that so often, you know, and it's usually, you know, I can tell you if they're into bondage, a little pain, a lot of discipline. They usually have verbally abusive alcoholic father, you know, if they like, um, you know, to be feminized in a sense, um, they could have had a sister that was put on a pedestal, you know, they could have had a mother they idolized, but never had a true emotional connection with. That's a lot of times I've, I've found that to be true. Right. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people that are empowered to position positions of power. You've even said on the podcast, police officers, corrections officers, military. Right. They really enjoy switching that role. And Miss Air will tell you. Mm -hmm. Doctors. There's always that that type. So, yeah. It's interesting. Oh, here you go, Misty. Mm -hmm. You can answer this one. You don't even have to read it. (laughs) Uh, why do we like to be choked and or slapped? Why do we like to be slapped and choked, BB? Um, gosh. You don't know? You just cause like it? Well, because it, um, cause it puts me in my place. Cause, um, huh. It's okay. You can read the She's thinking about it. She's going somewhere else. I know. (laughs) Being choked and or slapped is sort of like a light kink for many people. It allows you to explore your kinky side without too much masochism. Not the way Uh, I slap you. I know. (laughs) Or being choked. I mean, it's just about being dominated. No, I know you haven't. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. Oh, she liked that one. She's like, oh, I want to be choked. Okay. But, but, you know, that's the thing. You haven't been completely choked out yet. Mm-hmm. And you're getting to that point. Right. But you know how many people we've done that to? It truly puts them in a whole other mindset. Like, I think it's going to make you more submissive. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to be so in the zone. You're just not even going to realize it's a whole other, like, world, so right. to speak. I think you're going to right. be on another planet. Because that moment... <laughs> You put you literally put your life in somebody else's hands. Absolutely. Yeah, it takes you somewhere. Get That's ready. That's why I like breath Get ready, Misty. Get ready. Okay. The closest I've ever been. The closest I've ever been to subspace is during breath Yeah. That's what a lot of people say. So you're just gonna take you right there, babe. Okay. Okay. Why does name calling turn us on? Because it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> you call your best, you 
fucking bitch. Yeah. And she likes it. Yes. It's great. Why do you enjoy teasing when it's just torture? Because telling somebody that they're a pitiful piece of shit is funny. (laughs) (laughs) True that. Take it in your pussy hole, you bastard. All right. Yeah, or cock and ball torture. You can tease and then slap it. Whoa, hold on, hold on. We're talking about name calling and we're not talking about cock and ball torture. Teasing when it's just torture. Teasing them verbally. Okay. (laughs) I'm beyond verbal right now. You see that? Yes. She wants to bust my balls. <laughs> oh, I don't. You just really. said it. You're I'm like, so sorry. It's in your head. Okay. There could be many different reasons for this, as this is unique to every individual and dependent on a variety of factors, such as background, history, and the dynamics of the different relationships peppered throughout your life. That's what Mia just said. Oh, my God. Mia. Wow. Some reasons could be associating <laughs> sex with being bad and associating being bad with the freedom to express your deepest sexual desires. It could be a form of intimacy. Only my partner knows this side of me, or it's turning me on how vulnerable I am able to safely be around this person. Or it could feel like another form of submission or dominance. Yeah, you tell somebody they're pathetic, and they have a pathetic little dick, and it's pitiful looking at it. It just makes you feel good. Well, that also <laughs> that also connects with being slapped and choked. Okay, Misty, this one's yours. This is all you. Oh, because I don't know this one. You've tried. You've tried to help me understand this one. We're not oh my there goodness. yet. We'll get there. Go ahead. Why does it feel better from behind? I didn't I didn't say that it's better. No, I've never had it from behind, so you have. Uh-huh, no. Well, what do they say? What does Emily say? Well, they say some females may enjoy it because they are able to be present and it can take away from the anxiety of feeling insecure about your physical appearance. Appearance. For males, it can be one of the best positions because it gives them more control and allows them to be a little more dominating. Let's just slap that ass while you're fucking it. Boom, boom. You think that's so? Are they? I think that's just a made-up answer. Yeah, I know. Because that's okay. The real answer is they like it when you slam it hard and your balls slap their clit. Over and over and over. Aww. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. That's why they like it. <laughs> that is why If you don't get that ball slapping in there, you might as well not even be doing it. Wow. Yeah. See, I yeah. should be answering this question. It you does. Should. It does, you know, take you in a different um, yeah, area like, of the pussy. They want to take pussy. my dick out and <laughs> slap it on your pussy over and over and you squirt all everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> my God. See, that takes you somewhere, doesn't it? Fabulous. Okay. Why do we watch lesbian porn if we're straight? Why do we want to watch straight porn if we're lesbians? Okay, I can answer this one. I'm straight, and I love fucking lesbian porn. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you do. Let's let's use chocolate as an example. You like chocolate. You have a piece of chocolate. What would be better than a piece of chocolate? 
two pieces of chocolate. Exactly. <laughs> or two pounds of chocolate. And what would be better than two pieces of chocolate than if you smushed them together and watched them become one <laughs> for your sexual pleasure? That's right. <laughs> so what you want. Right. I know. So if I like a girl, what would be better? Oh, yeah. Two girls. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Porn gives us an escape and a safe outlet to let our fantasies run wild. So just because you're turned on by a certain porn genre doesn't mean that you actually want to act out that fantasy. Lesbian porn tends to focus more on clitoral stimulation, oral sex, and in general, legitimate pleasure of a female. That is true. That is true. I do enjoy watching that. Because of this focus, it can be more of a turn on for females to watch. You do like to watch that, baby. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we got to do some research. You got to watch some some lesbian porn. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like that's a difficult challenge for. Her. I know. I love it. Well, well, she's getting ready for this weekend. I do know what to do. <laughs> I'm sure you do. I do. Well. All right. Number seven. Halfway there. Go ahead. What position is the best for clitoral stimulation? Or what position is the best for the G-spot? Okay, I'll tell you this. I I know the answer. Clitoral stimulation, your tongue. G-spot, pile driver. (laughs) Pile driver, yes. (laughs) Yes, oral sex for the... mm. We, We just made up the pile driver. We made that up on the last episode mm-hmm. a couple of times back. When our game. Real. Yeah. So, best for clitoral stimulation, what do you say? Um, yeah, cunnilingus. No, they're talking about <laughs> penetration sex. Oh, penetration. Um, when you're pounding really hard so that you're hitting that clip every With time. With your balls? For, so, from behind. That's best for clitoral from behind? No. Mm-mm. Do you know where your clitoris is? I do. Okay. I do, but if... Missionary, Misty, Missionary. Well, I know. That's what I'm saying. On my back, and you're pile driving, and you are just hitting that like Oh, my God. That. She has to do the demonstration. <laughs> Bitch, we don't need to see the demonstration. We know what well, it looks like. I want to Emily says one of the best positions would be cowgirl. So the girl's on top. It's still missionary, but the girl on top. That doesn't make any sense. Especially if your partner has pubic hair, you can provide more clitoral stimulation. Oh my god! Because you're rubbing your hair against hairy bellies together. Wow. Your hairies. You don't want sense. hair rubbing okay. against your clit. That just. Here, no. I'm going to tell you. Okay. Pro tip. Okay, pro tip. Reverse cowgirl, and you can do this one of two ways. You can have another girl there. Remember, two girls is better right. than one. <laughs> Reverse cowgirl, you're riding the dick. The other girl's licking the, the shaft and the clit at the same time. Oh, my God. So that's good clitoral stimulation. Or you can do a reach around if you don't have a girl to do that for you. Do a reach around, grab it with your hand, masturbate while you're fucking her. There you go. <laughs> All right. What's the answer to the G-spot one? Pile driver. Okay. Also, if your partner is able to position himself sitting up with pillows behind him. Oh, my God, yes. Or 69. That's a good clitoral one. Okay. A pile pillows. You don't need pillows. You push your head, your legs behind your head. Your ass is in there. 
<laughs> this is you. That's why do you think I twist you like that? <laughs> okay. Okay. Why do we bite? Why do we scratch? Because we're, we're vampires. A <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Apparently, we are both kittens now. Apparently. Wow, we're going to have a cat fight later. I'm going to chase a light. <laughs> chase a laser beam. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. When we are bitten or feel light to moderate pain, we experience arousal just like when we experience sexual stimulation. It is technically called. What is that word? <laughs> Adaxalagnia. Okay. Keep in mind, though, that biting is not everyone's cup of tea, and everyone's pain tolerance is different. Fuck that. I'm going to bite you. You're going to bleed. I know. That's because you're a wolf, not a vampire. Okay. All right. Number nine. What's the protocol of condom usage in a two girls, one guy threesome? Oh, that is a good question. (laughs) Should you be changing it with both girls every single time? That is a good question. What do you think? Well, it kind of depends on what you negotiate beforehand, what everybody's comfortable with. But for safety, Emily says, yes, one condom per person per sexual act. Because there's not really a point in putting a condom on. Right. If you're going to take it out of one vagina and put it into another vagina, now they it didn't stop anything. Right. The only one protected is the man. And it's not going to stay on real well either. Oh, I don't know about all that. Oh, really? Well, okay. <laughs> right. If you have a traffic cone, then... Sorry to burst your orgasmic bubble, guys. This isn't porn. Fuck my life. Why are we even doing this podcast? Well, what we do is porn. We do porn. <laughs> we so do porn. <laughs> we get the porn star experience. We do. We do. Okay. Why do we have to imagine someone else when someone is going down on us? Do you imagine somebody else when somebody's going down? I do not. (laughs) I do not. You never imagine somebody else when somebody's going down on you? When you're. No, I understood you to say, do you imagine somebody else when I'm going down on you? Oh my God, sometimes you do. But have you (laughs) ever. Yes, you have. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) You're telling me you've never thought of somebody else when somebody's going down on you? You've Um, never thought of The Rock when somebody was eating your pussy? Not really, because I'm very present when somebody is eating my pussy. Huh. Yeah, it's more about paying attention to the sensations. Hmm. It's I don't care who's doing it. <laughs> if it feels good, I don't feels care good, who you are. And you imagine the rock. I don't care who you are. <laughs> Okay. All right. It's even easier to fantasize about someone else when you can't see his or her face. So that's why you like to be blindfolded. So you can't see closing your eyes while you imagine somebody else. (laughs) Um, Okay. So do you imagine somebody else when I'm going down on you? We didn't say when I'm. We said ever. Okay. Well, ever. Yes. I have done it a bunch of times. Okay. Just like you have. Yeah. Not <laughs> not with you. Okay, not with me. Thank you for telling everybody. God. Mm. Okay, this is a question for you, baby. Uh, Why do guys love to have their balls fondled and played with? 
Well, because that is our pride and joy. <laughs> is that right? And you should be worshipping those motherfuckers. Ugh. You should always be touching them, playing with them, making them feel good, kissing them. No? Yes? Yes. I kiss them. Okay. Well, I lick them. Don't you like that? (laughs) You're so weird. (laughs) Look, you're biting your finger now. Yeah, because you're weird. I'm trying to bite you. For the men who do enjoy it, it's a pleasurable center. It's a pleasure center, just like any erogenous zone. Ask your partner what type of pressure and sensation he enjoys in his testicles before diving in. Okay. I also use my fingernails. Do you like that? I do sometimes. Sometimes they're too sharp. No. Too much pressure. No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That doesn't give you permission to do more. Uh, No. Okay. Oh, my God. Here you go. What is squirting, and can any woman do it? Hmm. (laughs) Well, let's read what she said. To begin, squirting is not female ejaculation. It is basically urine. Okay. (laughs) There are two camps in this argument. I know, I know. And she obviously has not done any research. She just assumes that it's pee, even though they've tested it, and it's a different liquid. Well, it's um right. There's some it, urine. It in is it. yes. There's always going to be some urine in it because it comes out of the same hole. Right. Yeah. And Sorry. because <laughs> if you have a full bladder, oh really? Then it's so yeah. it's okay for me to pee a little when I come. Next time I come in your mouth, I'm gonna pee a little and see how you like it. I'm not trying to be on you. <laughs> Nasty. Okay, so they say we don't know if any woman can do it, but the other, you know, when we talk about the other camp, um, they say that any woman can do it. And a lot of women do do. You know, they do do? They do. <laughs> Sorry. Yep. Sorry. Well, you've scored it before. Yes. Did it feel like you were peeing? Um, a little, a maybe little. tingly, but mm-hmm. not from but your bladder. No, no. Did it feel like rainbows and unicorns? No. And student loan forgiveness? Oh my god, I wish. <laughs> no. No. Um, it felt way better than that. No, I mean it just feels like a release, but it doesn't. It's really not. I don't know. This is just me. Doesn't feel like an orgasm? Um, no, I can orgasm and then squirt, but the squirting is not an orgasm. Huh. Maybe you are just peeing on me then. Maybe. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> just read number 13. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What does it mean when we think about someone else while we're having sex with our partner? It means you're fucking normal. Yeah, it really does. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Just a minute ago, he said, not with you, baby. I never fantasize about anybody with you. I was talking about... <laughs> girls. 
sex. Calm down. But I still. Calm down. It's okay. It's okay. God. It's all right. I know you like the rock. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Read it. It's your turn. It's usually nothing personal toward your partner. Don't read into it. It does not mean you are not attracted to him or her. The sexual unlocks the fantastical. We all have our sexual fantasies. When we are with just one partner sexually, that doesn't mean that all of our fantasies revolve around him or her. That is correct. And it's totally normal and healthy to have fantasy. Right. Right? Right. It That's is. what we do. We make fantasies become realities. We do that. Oh, my God. What's the difference between a fantasy and real Live fetish. That's what we just said. Mm-hmm. A fetish is commonly defined as an intense desire. Fantasy or behavior centering on a sexual attraction involving an object, body part, or activity that is necessary for sexual climax. If someone has a true fetish, he or she cannot climax without the presence of the fetishized object, body part, or activity. A more common example of a fetish centered on a body part is a foot fetish. One involving an inanimate object could be a woman's underwear, and a fetish involving an activity could be smoking. Now, if you can orgasm without the fetishized object, body part, or activity, that is not a true fetish, it can more accurately be described as a kink. A kink can be described as an object, activity, or situation that you find consistently and intensely erotic but is not essential for you to have a successful sexual encounter. A fantasy is commonly defined as a mental image or thought that excites your your sexuality. There are endless sexual fantasies, as well as non-sexual fantasies that run through our minds. There are some that would love to become a reality and others that could not be further away from what we would want to happen in reality. It may even be downright against our own morals and values. Yeah, like, so sometimes um, when you're fucking me, (laughs) you know, I do have a, um, you know, a a fantasy of being tortured or, Mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that going on in my head. Well, you know, last night we started talking about what we wanted to do to someone else and Mm -hmm. fantasize and talk about a fantasy while we were having sex. Mm-hmm. So we were fantasizing together, and I think that's really cool. I do too. That we accept the fact that's normal, it's okay, we accept it in our partner that it's okay for them, and then we can do it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And talk about it like that. Right. And it can turn us both on at the same time. <laughs> it did, huh? Yup. Yeah. All right. We finished. So that wasn't bad. Mm-mm. I like those. Some of their answers were... Bullshit. Well, I'm looking at it. It's like um, 2015 is when this article oh, was written. We're so and much more sexually progressive now. Yes. Than in 2015. Well, actually, you know, <laughs> some of these things are a little outdated. Yeah, maybe. We've been doing BDSM for as long as we've been a species. Right. We, well, what I mean is... We used is, to hit women in the head with clubs and drag them by the hair down our caves uh, and then paint pictures about it. <laughs> oh, you like that? Well, you you want me to hit you in the me. club and grab you by your hair? I know. Do it to me, Let's please. do that right now. Okay. Okay. So until next time, make all your beaten over head fantasies become realities. 